Hello everyone and welcome to chapter 2 of the One Man Renegade podcast, a production of the G&G Presents Podcasting Network. Um, I'm the Honorable Greg B, your host as always, um, and I know it's been a while since I've uh, done chapter 1 of this uh, podcast, but um, I felt like it's finally time to do chapter 2 and, you know, honestly, this probably should have happened a couple weeks ago or, or so, um, uh Today is a lot, August 11th, uh, 2015, um, but when I did the first chapter, um, it was July 1st, uh, 2015, and I hope everyone had a lovely uh, 4th of July and are enjoying their summer, um, but I did notice something a couple weeks later as I was trying to think of an idea for a new chapter, um, and I happened to be looking at a calendar and realized there was a full moon on July 1st, uh, and then I thought to myself, wait a minute that that that's kind of early for a full moon to be in a month uh and then lo and behold on the calendar july 31st yes july 31st there was another full moon so you know what that means don't you that means there was a blue moon and blue moons don't happen all that often, and I kind of felt it would have been cool if I had uh, done the first chapter in the first full moon and the second chapter in the second full moon. Uh, unfortunately, um, you know, I ended up having a little, there was a little gathering, a blue moon party, if you will. We, uh, we, uh, we, uh, we watched uh, Blue Moon, uh, we drank uh, Blue Moons, and we listened to Blue Moon. Um, so... Yeah, the, but unfortunately, we were going to try to do a podcast, I was going to have a couple of my friends on, which, when you think about it, wouldn't have made a ton of sense if I had other people on a one-man renegade podcast, um, you know, it's not exactly one man if you have multiple people on, on it, but uh, it didn't happen anyway, so now here I am, back with what I was originally going to talk about on my pod, this chapter of the podcast, uh, before I even thought of that idea, um, and today... Today, I'm going to talk about video games. Yes, video games. You got that right, video games. Now, I'm not going to specifically just talk about general video games. What I'm actually going to do today is kind of talk about my experience with video games, kind of my history of video games, and there's a reason behind this, and I'll get to that when I get to that, but... um. It actually has a similar story to my last chapter, uh, um, but I'll get to that when I get to that. Uh, I just kind of want to start off first by saying, like, you know, being the age I am, and I won't say how old that is, but um, being the age I am, I've pretty much had video games all my life. I can't remember a time in my life when I didn't play video games. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm a super gamer and I, you know, have a, you know... Uh, go online every night and just have my online buddies that I play games with and, and all this crazy stuff. No, I'm 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 at most a casual gamer, and I don't even know if I would say that anymore. Um, but let's not to get too ahead of ourselves. Um, let's start at the beginning. Um, so you know, um, without giving away my age, um, I would say when I first started playing video games, or at least remembering playing video games, it was the mid '80s. Um, and I had, uh, uh, an Atari 2600, um, and maybe even before that, or during that, or at the same time, I, I also had, um, my dad had all these, um, uh, electronic games, uh, most of them are Mattel, I think, there was a few other companies that made them, but there was, like, electronic football, electronic baseball, electronic whatever, basketball, hockey, whatever there was. They were just the little, like, handheld electronic games. You put a 9-volt battery in it, and basically little button, little uh, lights flashed up, and somehow you played a game of basketball or hockey, or I think there was a pinball one, and there's a Space Invaders one I think we had. I think we still all have them. I think they're still down in the uh, they're still down in the basement, or maybe in the garage or somewhere. Um, but um, I have no idea how much they're worth now these days. That's a... Uh, I wonder... Uh, but anyways... Um, so that was kind of my first uh, introduction to video games, um, and then, like I said, the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, uh, which you know, actually, we had a ton of games for Atari Twenty Six 
2600 and, and and the games i kind of remember playing the most were you know and these are probably ones that a lot of people play but space invaders obviously asteroids um haunted house was a real favorite of of mine uh wizards of war was an amazing game i don't know if anyone's familiar with that one that one's not really as probably as well known um there was a hide and seek game that me and my sister used to play all the time uh i think uh we used to get in fights over it um probably because we used to get in fights over a lot of stuff uh, uh monopoly was a was a big one that we used to get in fights with not video game monopoly just regular monopoly but uh river raid was a great game pitfall um yeah so i had tons of games there was a couple pinball games i remember having that were really good really fun you know i had countless hours of playing that um and in addition to that, to to kind of you know, uh, you know, on a different level of games, because that was a console, uh, we had a uh, we had a, an Apple two C, and and um, you guys remember the Apple two C? It had the big floppy disk that you put in the drive. Uh, it had the I think we originally had the we didn't have a color screen. We just had like the green screen. Um, you guys remember that the old green screen? Uh, and uh, I don't totally remember all the games we had on there because a lot of the games my dad just programmed. He got like a uh, he would get a magazine every month or or so or whatever, and it basically just had uh, in a bunch of uh, uh, language or whatever um, programming language that you would just type onto a disc and it would create you know very simple simple games. Uh, I do remember I do specifically remember one where you like it was kind of like Plinko. You would like have these slots in the top, and then you'd have to drop them. And depending on how where they landed in the bottom, you would get points, and and things would pop up. And if you hit them, you get extra points and all sorts of things. And and I, I for whatever reason I remember that game. I don't remember what it was called. Uh, no idea. Um, but I also had Frogger. I know that was probably on Atari too. But we had Frogger on the computer. I had some wrestling game on the computer. I remember Hardball was a fun one. Um, the the fun thing about hardball I always remember was for, I think there was a mess up in the game where you, you would play the bottom of the ninth, even if you're winning, if you're the home team. And for whatever reason, I always remember, like, if you put someone in a position they weren't supposed to be in, they'd always <laughs> get an error. I, I don't know. I, I kind of remember hardball being a fun game. Um, even though it was probably really crude and, and, uh, <laughs> terrible if i if you tried to play it today you'd be like oh my god what what the hell is this uh but there is another game i remember playing i remember we had this um and this is this is the game i don't i can never i can't figure out what the name of it was i don't remember the name of it was i looked online so many times and i cannot for the love of me figure out what the name of it was it was a two-sided disc and it was kind of like uh a uh, I want to say choose your own adventure, but it was similar where it was like a type-based adventure game. Um, it's kind of similar to, if you've ever seen the movie Big, where he, he plays that game on his computer where he has to fight the wizard or whatever. Uh, I forget that one. It wasn't that one, but it, it was his game. And I always remember, because the beat in the game, on the one side, the first side, there was a beat in the game was um, you're asleep in bed and then someone throws a baseball through your window. And... And then, like, you, it ends up being your friend or something, and then you go to this house, and there's, like, a haunted house or something. I, I don't remember, I don't, can't remember exactly what the storyline was, but I just remember the baseball crashing through the window um, being the beginning of it. And then on the flip side of that, there was some, like, mystery, like, it was like a murder mystery type of thing, and you had to go to this mansion and uh, you could go through different rooms and, and try to figure out clues and stuff. And somehow I always remember going on a beach and being there was a hidden cave in the beach. That's the only thing I kind of remember about it. Again, I don't I have no idea what it was called. But probably my favorite game on um, on the Apple IIc. Um, well, actually, no, you know what? I, I don't know if this was my favorite. But I do remember having World... Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Um... Although I do remember liking where in the USA was a lot, a lot better. But I only remember playing that in school, um, along with Oregon, Oregon Trail, which I never had. We just played it in school. Um, but um, Lemonade Stand. I don't know if you guys ever played Lemonade Stand, but Lemonade Stand was a fantastic game. Um, 
it's a very simple, very easy game. Uh, anyone can play it. Uh, if you're not familiar with Lemonade Stand, basically you're given like five bucks. And every day you have to buy supplies to make your lemonade. And then you set a price. And then people... And then you, I think you set like how many advertising things you want to do. And then you have to pay for those. And then, you know, basically every day you'd you know, figure out how much money you earned. But the weather would change. And then there would be thunderstorms and ruin all your all your uh, supplies and whatever, and you have to figure out how much. It's basically supply and demand. It's a very it's a very crude accounting game, actually, um, um, when you think about it. Economics. That's probably where I learned all my e- economics. That's why I got into economics. Uh, that's why uh, at UMass. But anyways, I just gave away where I went to school. Um, anyways, um, so, so there was that. And, you know, and I always wanted a Nintendo... Because Nintendo came out in 85, and, and I always wanted one. And uh, for whatever reason, you know... Oh, no, you have the Atari. And once their 2600 broke, we got a 7800. There was one in between that we never had. But we got the 7800, and it was backwards compatible. And uh, there was a few cool games on that. There was a Joust I remember having. Um, there was Centipede was on that. And there was a couple of sports games. Um... And a few other games. I, I can't remember exactly. But, um, you know, we got the 7800. It was a lot cheaper than Nintendo back in those days. But all my friends at Nintendo. I remember going to all of my f- friends' houses. And we'd play Mario or Zelda or Mike Tyson's Punch-Out or whatever. And I was, I was like, I want a Nintendo. So, finally, in uh, 1989, it's Christmas, I uh, got a Nintendo. And it came with a power pad Along with the zapper, you know, I think most Nintendo's came with zapper, but this was the special one with the power pad. Now the power pad kind of sucked. Um, I don't. I think there was like three games ever made for it, um, which the one it came with, World Class Track Meet, was the only one I ever think I ever played. Um, and then I think I think eventually it broke. The one I had broke, so it was kind of pointless and boring. Uh, you know. Um, but the Nintendo itself was really fun. You know, I had, you know, Mario Brothers. I had, I had Punch-Out. I didn't have Mike Tyson's Punch-Out because by the time I ended up getting Punch-Out was after Mike Tyson. Uh, well, you know, actually, I think, I think, and I don't know if this is actually true. I think his contract actually ran out before the whole thing about the rape happened, but I not totally sure but anyways i had punch out i didn't have mike tyson's punch out um and a few other games you know i'd played you know some of the games that you know were really popular for nintendo i didn't necessarily had but i definitely played them i mean i definitely played zelda uh plenty of times and i definitely played the Mega Man games and 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 castlevania and stuff like that you know but at that point at that point you could still rent games you know this was the you know atari you could never rent games but with Nintendo, you could rent games, so you could go rent a game for the weekend, and and then that that's it. And there's I definitely rented a ton of games that I never actually owned. Um, but then fast forward, uh, I think when I say a year, um, Game Boy came out like the next year, and I think technically my dad got Game Boy. I don't think it was actually mine, but Game Boy was fun. Uh, I remember Super Mario Land. On that was really fun. Super Mario Land 2, I think, was probably my favorite game on that. Uh, I remember my dad had some uh, pinball games that were kind of fun. Tetris was obviously a big hit on that. Um, you know, you know, Game Boy was what it was. The you know, it was it, the games were very limited and and just comparison to the to uh, just comparison to Nintendo. Um, but you know, you know, it's a portable video game thing. You know, I mean, the amount of batteries we went through playing that, forget about it. Um, and then fast forward again, 1991 rolls around, um, I, you know, I was whatever age I was at this time, and you know what, I was like, you know, Nintendo's great and all, but I've played these games to death, although Super Mario Bros. 3 and Tecmo Super Bowl, which had come out in 90, 91, actually I think Super Mario Bros. 3 I was still playing like every day, that game was just amazing, um, and Tecmo Super Bowl, I think I got, 
actually Tecmo Super Bowl I think came out in 91 and actually I think I got it the same day Christmas 1991 when I got my Sega Genesis which was an interesting story because I think I kind of I remember wanting a system a new system a 16-bit system for Christmas and I know Super Nintendo just come out and it was still very popular and it was hard to find and there weren't very many games for it and it was more expensive but there was TurboGrafx-16 and there was Sega Genesis and at the time they were kind of, you know, neck and neck and, um, uh, but TurboGrafx-16 had the CD add-on and actually it's funny because I remember my sister really wanted a CD, play- CD player for, for Christmas that year and I was like, oh, well, wait, we get TurboGrafx-16 with the CD player Bang, we figured it out, which would have been the worst idea ever because <laughs> I could just imagine me and my sister trying to share it. I'm trying to play a video game on it and she wants to hear, you know, Paul Abdul, her Paul Abdul CD on it or whatever. Um, that would have been the worst thing ever. So uh, luckily for me, my dad took the initiative and was like, no, that's kind of expensive and you guys won't be able to share he ended up getting me a Sega Genesis, which was the best thing ever, because Sonic the Hedgehog had just come out for, for Sega Genesis, and that game just blew me away. Like, Mario 3 was great, and, you know, probably, when you think about it, Mario 3 is probably still um, a deeper, overall better game, but the graphics on Sonic the Hedgehog were just by far superior to anything else that I'd ever seen before in my life. And it was amazing. And, you know, Genesis was Genesis was a great system. You know, I mean, the NHL series on Genesis is still one of my favorite series of games ever. Uh, you know, Mortal Kombat. When Mortal Kombat came out, that was amazing. Um, and, you know, the one, the one biggest regret I had about getting a Sega Genesis over... Well, I guess two. I didn't, you know... I was never a huge Zelda fan, so not getting being able to get the Zelda game wasn't that big deal. But not getting Super Mario Brothers World, Super Mario Brothers World was 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 kind of rough. And I, you know, I had a couple friends at a Super Nintendo, and I would play it over their house, and I'd be like, oh, I kind of wish I'd played Mario. But then like Sonic Two would come out, and I'm like, ah, forget it. You know who cares? Uh, but Street Fighter Two, and this kind of leads me to my other point was at this time arcades were big. I mean, I guess arcades had been big throughout the 80s, too, but, like, me specifically going to arcades, you know, Street Fighter 2, Mortal Kombat, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game, was a big, was a really fun arcade game. I remember playing Guerrilla War all the time in the arcades. The Simpsons arcade game was amazing, but probably my favorite, and one that, and like the Simpsons arcade game, I don't think it ever made it to the consoles, uh... WrestleFest, WWF WrestleFest, was a fantastic game, and I don't know how many cores I put pumped into that game, but that game was awesome. I always used to use Mr. Perfect in the Royal Rumble, and uh, uh, yeah, I, I I can't I can't tell you how many cores I pumped into that thing. Uh, that was a great, fantastic game, um, and it was one of those things that I always I always wish came to a console and never did, and. Uh, well, you know, it is what it is, I guess. But um, moving on, you know, so now I have the Sega Genesis. Uh, the Sega CD came out, but I never got one. 32X came out, but I never got one. But I had a ton of good games on that. Used to play them all the time. But still had my Nintendo at that point, too, because Tecmo Super Bowl I used to play all the time. I was still playing Super Mario Bros. 3. But then... I want to say it was 1996 rolled around, and um, it was, you know, the the PlayStation had come out, and Sega Saturn had come out, I think the year before that, and it was getting to be around my birthday, and um, I was ready for a new system. Uh, the Genesis had run its course, the Nintendo, I think I'd finally, I think we finally brought the Nintendo to the to um, the vacation home, which uh, I think was where the Atari was at the time, and we finally were like, alright, we're going to bring the Nintendo up there too, um, because I was, wasn't was really playing it much, and and, and uh, when, looking back, 
I made a bunch of mistakes around this time. You know, I was in, uh, I was a freshman in high school. Once again, giving away my age. Um, I wanted a new system. The Nintendo 64 had just come out. It literally came out a week before my birthday, I think. And I considered getting that, but th at the time there was only two games for it. It was more expensive. The games were more expensive. So my dad was basically like, and I don't think I could even find one. I think it was hard to find at that time. But so my dad took me to Toys R Us for my birthday and was like, okay, you can get a system. You can get a system and two games. And if they had a Nintendo 64, I think he said, if you get the Nintendo 64, you can get one game, which I don't even think they had. So it came down either Saturn or PlayStation. Saturn or PlayStation. And at the time, they were neck and neck. Like, neither one was above the other or anything like that. Like, they were neck and neck. And and ultimately, um, I decided to stick with Sega. Unlike the time before, when I switched over from Nintendo to Sega, I decided to switch, stay with Sega. And uh, I got a Saturn. And um, that was a mistake. Uh... The Sonic game that came out for it was terrible. Uh, other than Virtual Fighter, there really wasn't any games on there that were really anything remarkable. Even the games that were on there, they were also on the PlayStation. They were better on the PlayStation. So, yeah, I had the Sega Saturn. And, and not only did I get the Sega Saturn, which was a mistake in, in, in the first place, I then, at the time, you know, I'm whatever years old I was, I didn't have like, money. But I wanted to get more games, so what I do? Yeah, I sold my Genesis and all the games, and I sold a bunch of Nintendo games too. Not all of them, uh, you know, the ones I didn't sell. We brought up to Maine, but um, I sold a bunch of those. And uh, I something I will probably always regret um, because, um, well, I'll get in that in a little bit. But I first of all I regret it because I ended up getting Sega Saturn games with with it, and eventually. Uh, not even a year later, I was selling that, uh, or trading it in, however you did back then, to get the PlayStation, which I should have gotten along. Um, let's just say if, if I knew how good a game Tekken was in comparison to Virtual Fighter 2, I wouldn't have been so amped to get, um, a Sega Saturn over, uh, um, a PlayStation, but anyways, I got a PlayStation eventually, you know, I had ton, they, PlayStation was great, you know, I think, I think the first two games I got was Resident Evil and, like, uh, Triple Play Baseball or something like that, the sports games on the PlayStation were really good, um, you know, the, I remember playing Madden on, uh, Madden, I think, 98 or whatever year it was on PlayStation, and I think I wore that disc out, that game was so fun, um, and you know the you know integrating of the of you know the real you know real videos and stuff was really cool at the time you know it was something a lot of people hadn't seen the graphics at the time looked amazing i was like oh my god they're all 3d it's crazy like this is this is nuts looking at it now i was actually just reading an article today about um video old video games that uh, you remember fondly but kind of suck and I was watching, they were talking about Resident Evil, actually, specifically, and saying how, you know, the the controls on it were were stupid. And that's probably true. Um, but I was just, they were showing some video of it, and I'm just like, oh my god, this looks awful. <laughs> you know? And, and, and it's funny, because at the time, it looked amazing. Um, but, yeah. Um, yeah, that, the PlayStation was great. And then, you know, I was getting a little bit older, so I had a job, so I was making some money. I ended up getting a N64 eventually too, mostly mostly for the wrestling games. Uh, you know, the uh, um, NWO versus WCW games on that were amazing. Even the WWF games that came out a little bit later were amazing too. Um, and you know that that was a really fun system. Um, now things got a little 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 hairy um, in in uh, the early 2000s because m again I was working and making some money but I didn't exactly have a ton of money so I couldn't like go out and just buy whatever I wanted so you know again uh, made the mistake of selling off a whole bunch of my PlayStation 
games. Um, and I sold the PlayStation system too, but that wasn't really as big a deal because I got a PlayStation 2, which was backwards compatible at the time. Um, I think I'm missing something here. Um, oh, yes. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot something. Uh, so going back when the Genesis days, um, I guess uh, sticking with Sega, as I was a big Sega fanboy apparently at that time, um, I did end up getting a Game Gear. Um, that's that's true. I forgot about the Game Gear. Um, I had a Game Gear. I, I only had a few games for it. Um, I kind of got it late on in the in the run because um, you know like I said I think the Game Boy was my dad so I was like oh my dad gets Game Boy I want a Game Gear so I got a Game Gear I only had a few games I think most of the were Sonic games I think I might have had a Mortal Kombat game maybe a couple sports games on that um you know uh, the Game Gear should have been better than it was uh I think it just ate up too many batteries uh it took like six batteries and it would last like an hour I mean it was backlit so that took up a ton of ton of uh batteries um but you know game gear was what it was and then eventually my dad actually ended up getting a game boy color but i don't really remember having many games for game boy color specifically over game boy i think he mainly just got that because the game boy we had broke and it was you know now we got a game boy color um all right so anyway sorry uh i forgot about the i forgot about the handheld games um but anyways uh going back to playstation 2 playstation 2 i mean I think PlayStation 2 is the best-selling, I could be wrong about this, but I think it's the best-selling console ever. So, I don't know anyone out there who didn't have a PlayStation 2. I mean, if there's someone that didn't have a PlayStation 2, like, I I mean, maybe maybe there are people who weren't that didn't have PlayStation 2s, but, I mean, PlayStation 2 is what I had most in, played in college for the most part. Um, Pretty much all through college, I, I believe. I think it came out freshman year of college uh, so that was pretty much my system of choice but I made the mistake again like I said selling off the PlayStation games selling off the PlayStation wasn't really a mistake because you could play them on the PlayStation 2 but the other mistake I made was selling off the Nintendo 64 and I didn't really sell it off um, here's sort of what happened um, and I'm not blaming anyone for this. It is what it is. I let a friend borrow it, and um, let's just say me and I, that person aren't friends anymore, and uh, we weren't very much longer after they borrowed it. Never got it back. Then had a bunch of uh, games that um, I really had no use for, so I ended up selling them because, and ended up getting some PlayStation 2 games because I had nothing to play them on. Um, but... Here's where things get a little murky for me, though, in the college years. Because in the college years, um, all of a sudden, uh, there was these um, things on the internet. And I think even before college, they were, they were, they were kind of starting to make their marks. Emulators. Um, now, if anyone's not familiar with what an emulator is, basically it's a program you can download on a computer and then... And and as far as I know, the emulators are completely legit and legal. What aren't legal are the ROMs. Now, the ROMs are what the games are. You get the ROMs, you open them up with the emulator, you can play the game. Now, those technically, I think, are illegal. I don't really know. And, you know, this is the age of the internet where people didn't really know what was legal, what wasn't legal. Napster, all that sort of uh, fun stuff. Um that, uh, you know, people got in trouble for. Um, but anyways, I had some emulators, Genesis, uh, I think I had, uh, Nintendo, whatever. Um, but then a friend of mine still had their Genesis, uh, when I was in college. I think this was, I don't know, it was maybe in senior of college or whatever. Still had his Genesis, and another friend of mine had the, uh, Super Nintendo, and I kind of got nostalgic about the whole thing. And I end up going online, seeing, you know, on eBay, which, uh, you know, eBay was amazing back then. It still is amazing now. But anyways, so, and I had some money, and I happened to go on on uh, eBay and just see, well, I wonder how much it would be to get a Genesis. And, you know, at the time, it was dirt cheap. And it might still be dirt cheap. I don't know. So I got a huge 
huge lot of Genesis, Genesis games. It came with a Sega CD. Unfortunately, the Sega CD didn't work, uh, which led me to get another Sega CD because it came with a bunch of Sega CD games. So now I needed a Sega CD that worked to play the uh, Sega CD games I had. It also came with a Sega Master System uh, converter thing. Um, so what I ended up happening is getting I ended up getting another Sega Genesis that came with a Sega CD. And then on top of that, I wanted a 32X because I never had one of those. And I always kind of wanted to see what it'd be like to have one of those. And so I got a 32X, which also came with Genesis. So I ended up with three Genesis, uh, which I still have. But um, I only actually need two because I still need, well, well, I'm jumping ahead again. But I need two because I needed one for the Master System because the Master System only worked with the old one. And then um, it doesn't work when you have it hooked up with the 32X. And I have the newer, the, the second Genesis, with the second Genesis CD with the 32X that I have. And then I have a third Genesis, which I don't even know if it works. It might not work. It might work. I don't know. I haven't, op- I haven't used it in years. It was the one that was in the least best shape. I still have it somewhere. I'm not sure if, I think I'm looking at it. I'm Actually, I think I'm looking at the box right now that's in. But anyways, uh... So, I got a whole bunch of games. Um, you know, and at the time, I don't think there was much of a of a retro vibe going on. So, it was pretty cheap. People were just trying to get rid of stuff that was that had no use for. I feel like the prices have actually gone up for this stuff, which is surprising when you think about it. Um, but anyways, so that, that happens. So, I have all that stuff. Um, what was next? Okay. Uh, when I graduated from college... Um, it was like a, eh, not too long after I graduated from college, um, the uh, people at Sony released decided to jump into the uh, um, handheld world, and they released a portable device called the Sony PlayStation Portable PSP, um, which I got, and you know it was it was an interesting piece of equipment because this was prior to cell phones, and it was kind of. A lot around the time that I mean, sorry, it wasn't prior to cell phones, it was prior to smartphones, and it was around the time that iPods were starting to get popular. But this thing could be a video game thing, and you could watch movies on it, and it could be an iPod and, and all that sort of thing. And I didn't have one, I didn't have an iPod at that point, so it was kind of like, okay, this is kind of like you know, it's a video game, and it's and it's this and it's that. And I was like, all right, that's kind of cool, and I got it, and I have a bunch of games for it. Um, it it served its purpose for what it was and it was fun up until I got an iPhone and then it kind of just seemed like it was a little bit unnecessary to have because an iPhone, if you have an iPhone, you pretty much have a ton of games on it because just download a bunch of games on um, the Apple store, uh, the, uh, the app store or whatever. And, uh, you know, there's so many different games on there. You know, I, I have so many apps on my phone right now, although I didn't have it then. So the PlayStation Portable was very important at the time. Next up was the Wii. The Wii came out probably a year or so later. And I remember finding a Wii was ridiculous. Getting a Wii was so hard to find. Um, and actually, I forgot a story about the PlayStation 2, which which is very funny. The way I actually got the PlayStation 2, my parents actually got it for me. Um, they were got, trying to get it for me for Christmas, and they couldn't find it anywhere. My mom actually was going to buy one online from this really weird website. Unfortunately, it fell through, lucky for her. And then they happened to be at BJ's one night. And I don't even remember why they even asked somebody. They just happened to... They weren't there for for to buy this PlayStation 2. They were just there to buy whatever. And they happened to ask someone, they're like, oh, do you need PlayStations 2s? And the lady gave, or the guy, whoever it was, gave um, them this whole story. It's like, oh, yeah, we have one left, but we want to make sure, we, you know, you have to you have to take it and leave. We don't want anyone to know that you have it because it might cause some issues and people because people are really trying to get these. And we don't want anyone to know that we have this one left. But you since you asked, we'll let you have it. And it was really sketchy. And meanwhile, some guy was trying to shoplift something at the same time. And it became this chaotic story that uh, my mom always tells me. It's like, oh, I remember when I got your PlayStation 2, blah, blah, blah. Um, but 
more to that, the Wii was very hard to find, which I ended up getting at Costco. Um, me and my friend were looking for him forever, and finally, you know, he kept calling around, calling around, and, and no one had him, no one had him. Finally, this random Costco, and wherever the, wherever it was, was like, yeah, we got him, we got him, yeah, come get one. And so we got it, you know, Wii was fun for a while. The novelty kind of ran off, I would say, a little bit. Oh, there are some really good games in them that I haven't actually had a chance to play, partially because, um, well, I'll get into partially why, but the biggest reason is because my Wii doesn't totally work right. Something happened to the connection, um, and, like, when I turn it on, all I get is a, you know, it works. It works. It, you can play the games, but it has a bunch of pixel issues where something's wrong with the connection, and uh, it gets a bunch of bunch of white dots all over the place, and it kind of looks terrible. Um, but not too long after I got the Wii, I ended up getting a PlayStation Three, and the PlayStation Three has been amazing. Uh, you know, and, and honestly, uh, <laughs> I've have a bunch of games for it, and a lot of the games are fun. You know, the Batman games are really good, and and the sports games are fun, and the Grand Theft Auto games and whatever. But uh, you know. M- the biggest thing I use my PlayStation 3 for is to watch movies. Um, you know, it's because it's a Blu-ray player. It was the first Blu-ray player of it, so I watched Blu-rays on it. It also, you know, you can play, uh, you know, stream stuff through it and and uh, and all sorts of stuff you can do with it. So, I mean, that's more of a more entertainment system than game system to me, at, you know, um, at this point. Um, so there we have it. I have a Wii, PlayStation 3. PlayStation 2 ended up going... Um, up to um, the vacation home, uh, kind of took over the spot of Nintendo. Uh, I still have the Game Gear around here somewhere, but I never play it. Uh, p- uh, PSP's here too. Uh, you know, the Wii, I, I don't even remember the last time I turned it on. PlayStation 3, I have a bunch of games, but here's the problem I have, and I guess this is gets to kind of my overall point here, is... Um, you know, I don't have a ton of time to play a lot of games these days. And it just seems to me like the games are very, very involved and very long. And, you know, you have to you have to play hours and hours and hours them to get anywhere. Like, one of the last games I remember getting that um, I actually played for a longer, longer extent of time um, was Grand Theft Auto V. And, you know, I got Grand Theft Auto V and I probably played it every day, every other day, whatever, for like a month or so. You know, sometimes I play for like half an hour. Sometimes I play for like three hours, depending on what day it was and, and how much stuff I had going on. But I feel like I got nowhere in the game. Like, you know, it was fun. You know, it, you know, it was it was fun and everything. But it was like the game. I wasn't accomplishing anything in the game. I was like, you know, I'm just going around, driving around, and doing whatever. Um, and I think, you know, actually one of the last times I played it, I remember playing it for whatever, however long I played it. And I remember the last half an hour or so of me playing it, I was playing tennis. And I was like, alright, I have Grand Theft Auto V, and here I am playing tennis on it. Uh, it's, you know, it's a cool little feature, and it's fun to have it in there, but it's like, why am I doing this? Like, I just wasted all this time playing tennis and not the actual, like, game. So, I don't know, I just don't have a ton of time, and uh, there's just so many things, other things going on, you know, with with television and Netflix and the internet and all that sort of thing um to really have a ton of time to to play games that's why the iphone is cool because like you know i can play a couple games of angry birds while i'm on the train or whatever or or you know sitting around uh you know just play a couple games that's it you know i don't have to fire up the playstation and take 10 minutes to get to where i need to go to start the next mission of grand theft auto 5 you know i don't have the patience i guess a little a little bit for that so with that in mind um let's fast forward to earlier this year um i don't know i was reading something on the internet you know because i was perusing the internet which i tend to do a lot and instead of playing video games apparently uh and i was reading some article about some nintendo 64 games and they were talking about all the wrestling games and i just thought to myself wow you know I really missed that. I really missed playing that. And and I was like, I wonder what the nostalgia factor on the Nintendo 64 is. Because I know for Nintendo, it's really high. 
to get like an actual working Nintendo, and that's part of the problem with Nintendo's. A lot of them don't work anymore. The one, you know, the the one thing that I do know is that they made the newer version that works better, but that's like to find those online are they're really expensive. Um, but I was like, I wonder what the Nintendo sixty four is. I wonder what the, I wonder what the um you know the market for Nintendo sixty four is. And surprisingly, it wasn't that high. I mean, some of the games still go for a lot. Um, but most of the games I was looking for were still pretty cheap and the system itself is pretty cheap. So I was like, I ended up getting one. So I have a Nintendo 64 and I kind of went overboard and got a bunch of games that were, uh, you know, probably more expensive, more, I paid more for them than I, that I really like to, but with a job and all that, you know, whatever, it's fine. So now fast forward to right after I recorded chapter one of this, um, fourth of july party i was you know moving a bunch of stuff around in my in my garage kind of trying to clean up after the party and i found this box and i know i talked about this on the gng presents boom podcast so if you've already heard it on that uh you know bear with me because there's more to that story that i never followed up on but i found the nintendo i found the nintendo games the ones that were up on the vacation i found the atari i found the atari games i hooked them up i got them working somewhat um I got the Nintendo work once. I played one game of Tecmo Super Bowl with Bo Jackson running all over the place. It was really fun. But it couldn't get it to work anymore after that. Uh, it worked that one time, and then I just tried a million more times and couldn't get it to work. So I'm like, well, that sucks. So I had a bunch of games. Um, I got the Atari to work somewhat. The connector on it was kind of broken. I played a couple games, but the controllers were kind of garbage. Um... And I guess I just didn't really have the quite the nostalgic feel for the Atari than I did for the Nintendo. Um, I think the because the Nintendo got to the point where above Atari, where you know the games were still simplistic enough, but they were at least somewhat involved, and the graphics were somewhat recognizable to people. Uh, you know, in terms of like, okay, something's supposed to look like something; it actually kind of looks like something, as opposed to Atari, where it's kind of hit or miss, and some of the games are really hit or miss. Whereas Nintendo, I know there's a lot of crappy games on Nintendo, but, you know, for the most part, you know, you know, the graphics were usually pretty good in Nintendo, you know, relatively speaking for, you know, that time period. And, uh, you know, the games were pretty involved, but not superly involved. So what I went out and did was instead of getting a Nintendo, which would have cost me a pretty penny to find one that was actually working well, um, I got this thing called a Retron 5, um, and it came out probably a year and a half ago or so, um, and there's there was a lot more to it than just, you know, for Nintendo. This plays Nintendo games, it plays Japanese versions of Nintendo games, it plays Super Nintendo games, Japanese versions of Super Nintendo games, it plays Genesis games, Japanese versions of Je- uh, Nintendo games, it plays Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance it plays all of those, so that's really cool. But what it also does is it upconverts them. You know, you can use HDMI. It saves all the games, which is big because you're like, well, I already have Genesis, but you know what? Half the games I have for Genesis, the save, the save feature on the cartridges don't work anymore. So I'm trying to play a season of NHL '97. You know, the the cartridge won't save. I have to sit down and play the whole season without turning off the Genesis or whatever the case may be. So that's not cool. But the Retron 5 will save it. No problem. So that works. And that's that was awesome. You know, uh, the only problem with the Retron 5 is it doesn't play Sega CD games and it doesn't play 32X games. So I can't just get rid of the Genesis. Or, you know, just not use it. I wouldn't get rid of it necessarily. Well, I could get rid of it, I guess. But I wouldn't. Um, the cool thing about the Retron 5, though, is it actually uses the old controllers. Because as much as emulators... As much as I like emulators, and much as I like playing on, you know, as much as as cheap as they are, and and easier as they use the, as they can be, you know, technically the ROMs aren't technically legal, so there's that issue. But I don't know. There's something. It's just not the same playing it on your computer as opposed to playing it with the actual game, the actual cartridge, and the actual. Uh, you know, uh, controller because you can actually use the you can use the actual controllers to play these games on the Retron Five. Uh, you know, it's not the system. I don't have you know it's not the actual Nintendo, but like I said, my actual Nintendo doesn't really work. 
you know, it's not the actual Genesis, but you know what? It looks a lot better on my TV using an HDMI cable. Um, and it also has Super Nintendo. I never had Super Nintendo, so I got some of the games that I never actually got to play, or never actually owned, uh, on Super Nintendo, you know? So, um, yeah, so I got went out and bought a whole bunch of games, and I'm ready to go. So far, so far I've, I've only done, I did a season of Tecmo Super Bowl. I played as the Buffalo Bills, because the Buffalo Bills were good back in those days, but much... Like the Buffalo Bills, I got to the Super Bowl and lost. I lost the 49ers, which they actually never did, but still. It was very apropos that I would be using the Buffalo Bills and get to the Super Bowl and lose. Um, and now I'm playing uh, a season NHL 97, the Genesis. Um, I'm like halfway through, I think. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I'm, pl- I'm, us- I'm, I'm using the Boston Bruins because... Um, I used to like Ray Bork, not because I'm from Boston or nothing, um, Davenport, Iowa, all the way, um, but uh, I actually made up a bunch of characters, so it's it's not really kind of irrelevant what team I used, I suppose, um, and that's it, man, I think that's it, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, video games are fun, and uh, you know, that's the thing about these video games, I can sit down and play like four games of NHL 97, it's going to take like 50 minutes. Uh, or whatever, you know, as opposed to probably playing two games at NHL 15 or or whatever, I don't even know. Um, but yeah, this was fun, um, kind of reliving the old uh, video game vibe, and I, you know, I'm sitting there with a whole bunch of video games <laughs> right in front of me, you know, a whole big box of cartridges, which, you know, I never thought, you know, 10 years ago, if you, well, whatever, you know, 20 years ago when I was selling all these things, if you told me I had to I'd be back here again, uh, you know, with all these cartridges and stuff and all these video game systems and whatever. Um, now, as far as the future goes, I guess, I would actually kind of like to get a Wii U. I know, I know it's been, you know, kind of, uh, hasn't gone over well. And, you know, a lot of people say it's kind of a flop and stuff. And, and that's part of the reason I haven't got one because it's still 300 bucks. Uh, you know, I'd like the price to come down a bit. But the only reason I'd like to get one is so I can play some of these Wii games that I never really got a chance to play, mostly the Mario games, um, and not have it look like crap because my Wii's broken. And also there's a couple cool Mario games that are on the Wii U that I like to play. Uh, it's one of the things, reasons I kind of wanted, I would like to get, you know, I'm thinking, I've always thought about it, I've never done it. We got a 3D, uh, 3DS. Um, or I thought about getting a DS or a 3DS, whatever, because there's a few Mario games on that too. You know, I've always been a huge Mario fan. You know, Mario 64, I kind of wasn't a huge fan of when it initially came out, but after playing it back, um, I'm actually, you know, I actually kind of got to like it, and the uh, Super Mario Galaxy games, I've only played the first one, but I really liked it, and they have the old, kind of like the, you know, the old kind of ones where the new Super Mario Brothers or whatever, which are kind of like the old, the old school kind of, and there's actually one coming out kind of soon, which... It, it intrigues me, but I'm not sure exactly how it, how well it's going to go over. It's called Super Mario Maker, where I guess you can kind of make your own levels and stuff, which seems kind of interesting. Um, I'm not sure how well that's going to play out. The novelty might die off real quick. But I guess you can go online and play other people's creations and stuff like that, so that, that could be kind of cool. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, as far as a PlayStation 4 or Xbox One... I don't think I'm ever gonna an Xbox. I'm not an Xbox guy. I'm more of a PlayStation guy, and you know, I know, I know, I did that. I made that mistake with the, the the Sega, sticking with the Sega uh, in the Saturn days. But I feel like the PlayStation Four has been outselling Xbox One, so I don't think there's an issue with that. Uh, I kind of they keep flip flopping though, you know, because the uh, PlayStation Two obviously outsold Xbox, but then the Xbox Three Sixty outsold the PlayStation Three, but now the PlayStation Four is outselling Xbox One, but I think they're pretty close, um, so I don't think either of them going away anytime soon. Whether or not I'll get either of the one, I don't know. I, I wish if the PlayStation Four was back backwards compatible, that would be awesome because I still, like I said, I still have all these PlayStation Three games and I have a bunch of PlayStation Two games, you know. So uh, that would be a lot easier than having to have a PlayStation Two and a or two, three, and four. Not that I need the two; the two's more just for show uh, or just to use up in a my vacation home so i don't have to bring up the three year so there's something up there i guess i don't know but anyways uh i guess that's gonna do it um this uh 
this kind of ran longer than I thought it was going to run, but uh, <laughs> if anyone was actually still listening to this, that's yeah. Thanks for listening. Like I can't believe I talked that long about video games, but I really once I got into it, I realized there was a whole lot to talk about. Um, but anyways, uh, so I hope you enjoy this. Obviously, if you've come across this, you know I'm at razorvader.blogspot.com. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter at razorvader. Uh, you can message me on Facebook if you want. Um, go check out my other podcast, uh, GNG Presents Boom Podcast. It's on iTunes, uh, gngboom.blogspot.com. We also have a Twitter at boomgandg.gmail at gmail.com. Um, we also are on Twitter, which I believe is boomgng uh, on Twitter. So you can check us out on there. Like I said we're on iTunes. Um, I don't know if I'm going to put this on iTunes or not. I'm thinking about it. I might end up doing it. I might not. It depends on if I can figure out how to do it. Um, hopefully I'm going to try a couple of new little things with this maybe up the production value a little bit uh although um i'm not sure how much longer it's going to make it it's already kind of it's already a lot longer than i was planning on this being uh uh but thanks for listening and um i will see you next time for chapter three or um maybe not if i if i decide to do a chapter three i'll have to think of a new idea to talk about obviously this was when i uh, had a lot to say about but i don't know else i can talk about but I'm sure I'll come up with something, so thanks for listening, and uh, have a good rest of the summer if I don't speak to you before that.